0: Eso está bien. Welcome back to another Tap In with TK. My name is TK and I am super duper honored that you are here, maybe for the first time, maybe for the second or the third time, or you Are you a regular, you assist at this one, okay? Here we talk all things womanhood, evolving in our femininity, evolving in our softness and just who God originally created us to be, being counterculture, right? So if that is something you are interested in, you are at the right place at the right time, you know what to do, like, comment, subscribe, and if it blesses you, go ahead and share Share with your girlfriend, okay? Today, baby, we are getting into it. Right into it, y'all. When the Lord dropped this in my spirit, in prayer, the title, I said, "Oh, what are we about to do, Lord? And I didn't really know where we were going to go. And so I was driving, and the Lord dropped five things in my spirit to write down. And I came home, and I told my husband, I said, babe, um, this is my video tonight. And He was like, mm, Run this by me. What you talking about in this video? So listen, five things, child, things I wish I would have known before I got married. Somebody should have told me this stuff. OK, we're going to get into the tea and we're going to work backwards. OK, five things I wish I would have known before I got married. Number five, your past partners, those past relationships, those entanglements, those one night stands, those bisexual moments, whatever they matter. They matter. They matter even to the point where it can not only just have a negative impact on your marriage, but has caused many people into divorce. And I think that because of the culture that we are in, in we belittle intimacy. We belittle the swapping of souls, which is really bizarre, right? When you're young and you're 18 and 19, you go to college and you have your whole phase. You're not thinking about your future husband. You're not thinking about your future wife. And I tell my husband all the time, like I pick on him. I'm like, babe, why wasn't you thinking of me when you was out in these streets? I hate that you've literally been with anyone else. And not only that, not even just the the how the disgusting it is that your partner was with someone else and y'all might not be like me but these are these are things I wish I would have known not only that but comparison like people don't talk about the comparisons of personality traits of things that you once enjoyed if someone was more romantic in your past than your now husband if someone did a certain thing that your husband doesn't do we, we on the hush hush about that stuff not only that bringing in how you were with your past partners to your now marriage all of these things can have an incredible negative impact on your marriage. And like I said before, even at times, it has led other people to divorce because there you have such a heavy past. that has been a lot of uh, marriage relationships arguments, you know, it, especially if you had a child with them. In my case, my husband has two children with two different women. And for the majority of our marriage, I've had to either see them or, you know, my husband has had to talk to them in some way. And it's not fun. You know, it's, it's just it's not dope. It You don't even have to be brawling in the street fighting or any of that, but it is something that can hit and hinder your marriage. So if you're out in these streets, sis, bro, just be mindful that what you are doing right now, who you are laid up with right now that you know is not your husband, that you know is not your man, it will affect who God actually has for you. So don't waste time. Like just don't waste time for a good time. Number four, intimacy is a journey. This is what I wish I would have. No. What am I talking about? Intimacy is a journey in marriage. A lot of times, I don't know about y'all, but intimacy is important to me and my husband. How it's done, when it's done, how often it's done, the details of it all, it's very important. But if you go into marriage with a certain expectation and to upkeep that expectation, you will be greatly disappointed. What am I talking about? When you have kids, when someone passes away, life in and out, intimacy will not always be on fire, number one. And also intimacy might not be what you once knew it as when you were in sin. I think breaking down what intimacy actually is, which is coming together to worship the father, honoring him with our temples and enjoying the act that he gave to us. But when you have been so perverted by the world and past partners and casualties, you will bring that same type of thinking into the bedroom with your spouse. So when I say I wish I would have known that intimacy was a journey, one, I hear a Lot of women and men saying, I want someone experienced. But what's so crazy about that is when you get with your spouse, if you say the vows that we say, till death do us part, that means we have our whole entire life to get experience. You don't have to arrive in your marriage knowing how to do everything. That is what is beautiful. Not knowing how to do everything is that that's the beauty. Not coming in, oh, I know how to hit this, how to do that. Cause that means you've done this quite a bit on someone else. And that is not dope. So go and into your marriage, ready to learn it all over again. What intimacy was for year one with my husband is in, I'm talking about polar opposite in a great way now because of the years of unlearning and unleashing and evolving and letting the Lord define what that is for us. Number three, things I wish I would've known before I got married is you are gonna need to build a tribe specifically for the both of y'all. A lot of us go into our marriage with our own separate friends. We have our own community. Communities and we just hope and pray that they all mesh and get together and work out. And in most cases, they do. But the issue with this is you know, this is their friends, and that is her friends. In most cases, that both of those communities can love both of y'all, but there's nothing like having a community of people that know y'all as one. There have been, I have heard of stories of opposite communities not liking the spouse, causing issues and drama. You know, a lot of us, like I said, go into marriage with. 10, 15 year friendships in the, in in our, you know, past or whatever. And we want to move forward and the desire is that you should, but there's nothing like building a community of people that honor you as the married version. There's nothing like the community that knows you and your husband for who you are now, not having to catch up, not having to explain, not having to reintroduce yourself, but literally building a community for your marriage. It is so crucial. It is one of the things that me and my husband are, I'm talking about super intentional about, but was not intentional in the beginning. And we've wasted some years just not having people around. If y'all got, if you have not heard of our testimony, y'all go watch it on, you know, the full Iwebu podcast. But we got pregnant out of wedlock at our church. No one knew that we were together and it was a mess. So we automatically did not have community at the church that we met at. And we didn't go anywhere else. We were in Kansas City, a small town where there was nothing really popping to even build communities. And people were just clicky and locked in. One of the reasons why we moved to Atlanta was to build that. And since we've been intentional about it, we realize how incredibly wonderful it is and necessary it is for your marriage. Have a tribe for you. Your husband needs other husbands and you need other wives. Number two. Up, so family. We wanted to pause for just a moment to let you all know we have created a way for you guys to partner with us with our Patreon community line. Yes, look, have y'all been enjoying the gems, the conversations, the transparency? Baby, we've been putting our whole life yes. on this camera. And if you have been enjoying it, we are creating an opportunity for you to partner with us because we want to be able to create at the highest level of excellence, and that requires resources, and that is where you come in we have created a tier as low as five dollars a month y'all five dollars five dollars so if you would like to partner with us just simply click the link in the description box and we hope to see you over there now back to the episode peace Number two, I wish I would have known that there is no standard for marriage. And I'm not talking about your basic foundational things of Christ. Like, I'm not saying go out here, have threesomes, watch people do it together type of freedom or type of standard. Like, no, we're, we follow the biblical foundational things. But what I, what I mean by that is you define what your marriage is. You define that. For me, I went into my marriage not only from just the perspective of my family, my mother, my sisters, my aunties. Like all of that But like fairy tale movie type of stuff as well Like oh the man is supposed to do this And the woman is supposed to do this But it crippled us And it only, uh, it only made us not be who we really were And who God blessed us to be When you let down those expectations You'll be able to see your person evolve When I had certain standards on Nnamdi Like I want you to do this And I want you to be this type of man And that type of man He was emasculated through my words Through my gestures We were in constant arguments because it just wasn't who he was and vice versa. We have a unique marriage that works for us. And so a lot of times we are copying blueprints and other married couples, other celebrities that are married like, oh, look at that. They adopted a child and did this. And then we got to have a kid by year two and we need to get the house by year seven. You ain't got to do none of that. What if God is calling you to be the new blueprint for someone else? What if God is calling, you know, you to, if your husband, husband is the cooker, let him be that. And you take out the trash and you wash the dishes. Or, you know, if he is more nurturing, I mean, just whatever it is, allow the Lord to show you what he wants for your marriage. And ever since me and my husband moved away, was a big part of it from our hometown, we have been able to see each other for who we are and allow ourselves to create our own standard, our own version of marriage, again, with the basic foundation, biblical things. And took off the pressure from just being someone else that we're just not and accepting the gifts, accepting the traits that we do have, because a lot of times we're complaining about traits that actually bless us. And just to go even deeper into that, there were things that I was complaining about with my husband and things about him in the beginning of our marriage that is like everything to me now. But because I had a perception and because I had a standard or because I had this concept of what marriage would look like, I did not value him back. I did not honor him for who he was because I was so like you're not like these type of men or you're not like that meanwhile I wasn't like the wives that they had either but you know once we let go of that expectation and just allowed ourselves to create our own fairy tale baby life has been lit and uh, last but not least the number one thing y'all the number one thing I wish my hard-headed tail would have known before I got married I wish somebody would have spilled the tea on this and that is that I am the problem. I spent so much time pointing at my husband, pointing out his tra- his bad traits, pointing out the things that I wish he would change, nagging at him for the things that he wasn't, complaining and griping because I did not feel like I had the version of marriage that was in my head. I spent so many years doing that, that I could have actually spent working on myself. If I would have been truthful and realized that I was the common denominator of my fail relationships. I was the common denominator of my past friendships. I was the common denominator of my family issues with my siblings or whoever. It's me. I Me, judge. Yeah, me. I'm the problem. And this is something I wish I would have had a sis, an auntie be like, girl, you're going to get in this marriage and the enemy will try to deceive you like that. That man is the problem. It's you. And if both of us think like this, and not in a shameful way and condemning way where it's like, oh, I'm trash. I'm just not going to ever be any good. But to be honest with y'all, I don't think that I became a good wife until I reached, until I got to the lowest moment in my life of like looking at myself and saying, you're not a good wife. You're selfish. You do not know how to submit. You are not cooperative. You are not gentle. You do not provide a safe space for him. You gossip, you nag, you complain. You do not outserve him. You do not honor him. You do not obey him. It wasn't until I really reached that point. I literally had read a diary entry that I was talking like this to myself. It wasn't until then that I got up and I was like, okay, now that I faced myself, I can see what I'm working with and I can grow. But as I was continuing to ignore and act delusional like he was the only one with issues, I kept falling in this tunnel of mundane, terrible life. And so a lot of us are running from ourselves and so ready to blame our husbands. And he don't do this, he don't. Baby, when you go to heaven, God ain't gonna ask you what that man did. (laughs) He's not, I'm sorry. He's gonna talk to you about you. And so that is the top thing that I wish I would have known is that I am the problem. And that if I focus on myself, I go on my individual healing journey. If I really look at my past and I look at my decisions and I look at my relationships, I will see why I am the way that I am and how I can get better, but not to arrive in this marriage like, here's the prize. <laughs> I'm here. Here's your lovely wife, the Barbie fairy tale that you've been wanting. No, girl, you are angry. You have anger issues. You are codependent. You are super needy. You don't know how to serve. You don't know how to just shut up. Let's get real. You're the problem. And when you get there, I believe that the Lord will honor your transparency and your readiness to be better and so yeah that's about it ladies I hope this video was helpful to you five things I wish I would have known I probably could have wrote I probably could have wrote 10 (laughs) to be honest but I didn't want this to be super long but if y'all want me to extend it let a girl know comment down below which point was your favorite maybe even just be transparent and ask yourself what's some things that you feel like you need to reflect on. okay and yeah that is about it until next time listen the Key, the moral of this and the intention of this video is for you to sincerely look at you before you jump into another relationship, before you think somebody is your man, to really look at yourself and evaluate yourself and let and examine. Because I want us to all have thriving relationships, marriages, immediately. I don't want you to have to go through hell to get to heaven. I don't want you to have to go through trauma to get to love. Okay. So that's about it, y'all. I will see y'all on the next video. Until next time, love y'all. Vibe, vibe, vibe. Can't this is an shine, production, period.